Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first episode of Keeping Up With Sanity. I am one of your hosts. My name is Christy Geraldino, and with me today, I have... Hi, guys. I am Jaylene Gonzalez. Now, this is a podcast of two best friends, and we're going to dive into that a little bit more. And we're here just to talk about mental health from two different points of view. My point of view is going to be someone that I, I don't personally have really too many mental health issues, but I do live with someone who suffers on a daily. So I'm going to give you that perspective. And I actually live with uh, mental health issues. Um, So I am going to give you my personal perspective on how I'm living with it, but also keeping a little bit of a sense of humor because although we all have negative thoughts in our minds. You got to remember, there's always a bright side to it too. So, and like I said, we're best friends. So we kind of feed off each other. We've known each other for a long time, long time. And we're honestly two goofballs. You know, when you're with your best (laughs) friend, you're very comfortable to just be all of yourself. So it may, we are going to talk on those subjects and how we kind of cope and deal and help. Like I help my significant other, which is my husband, how to get him through his day to day. And, kind of help myself get through it sometimes. So mm-hmm. if you're a spouse out there that has, um, you live with someone, that's a better way to say it. Way better oh, than yeah, what definitely. I said it. It doesn't even have to be a spouse. It could be, you know, a daughter or a mom or something. Yeah, absolutely. Someone who lives with um, health issues, mental health. Yeah. And this is just going to be a fun way for us to kind of talk about it. Maybe a good insight to try a different approach. We both kind of have a lot of experience, mm-hmm. some bad and some great. We've learned a lot from it. So we just want to share that with you. Yeah. So right off the bat, like I said, we're going to talk about ourselves a little bit on our first episode, and we thank you for listening. Um, my name is Christy Geraldino. Like I've said before, my husband uh, lives with anxiety and depression, and I just learned to help him cope with it. I've known Jay, it feels like forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say like 13? 10 years. No, yeah, yeah. way more than 10. So it's like 10, 13 years. 10 plus years. Yeah. We're high school best friends and we look a lot alike in high school. People thought we were sisters. We yeah. have very similar, crazy, fun personalities. And you'll get to know us throughout the show. Um, we both have like an optimistic side and sometimes pessimistic side. We both kind of see things on both ends. Well, I feel like I feed off of Christy. I'm, I know that I'm super pessimistic, but Christy just kind of like, makes me feel optimistic about certain things. So I blame Chrissy for my optimism. (laughs) It's all about Mm -hmm. balance, guys. Life is all about balance. Yes. You have to have your yin and yang, and that's that's exactly what we are. That's exactly (laughs) what we are. We are yin yin and yang. Everybody has that best friend who brings out the best in you, and Jay is my best half. And like my sister, she's been raised into my family. My mom has adopted her as daughter. It's all good. Especially yes. since we're Spanish, we're both Puerto Rican and Italian. So we have very similar like upbringing and Spanish roots. And Jay, talk about yourself a little bit. I'm talking a lot. Um, <laughs> like that's not, that's not anything new. Yeah. I'm the chatterbox. <laughs> yeah. Well, like Chrissy said, we have lots of similarities. Um, we kind of like integrated our families. So we know our families very well. So if that gives you any kind of indication of how close we are, that's how close we are. <laughs> and more <laughs> absolutely yeah it gets awkward but it is what it is you know she's my sister if anything that's what i call her she's my sister um but yeah i mean i like i said i live on the spectrum of where i do live with a mental health disorder i have i suffer from 
um, severe anxiety. I suffer from um, bipolar, depression, um, and OCD, and just recently PTSD. Um, so I have my lows, and most of the time, they're more often than not. So I just have to learn to live with it, and I have to learn coping mechanisms and gone through extensive amount of therapy and i you know what i will say this in the last year and a half i have discovered so much of myself that i always knew there was something wrong but it was never like specified like why in a sense and i found all of that out last year sometimes it takes like a very big trauma in your life to bring all of that out and now I know, and I'm still recovering from it now, but you know what? Every day is a learning experience. And I'm not saying that it's curable because <laughs> it's not. You go in to therapy and the first thing they tell you is you're not here for a cure. You're here to learn how to cope. And I definitely agree with that idea. I mean, I agree. I, mean, yeah. I feel like in life, it's it's so hard. Just even if you don't suffer from something in life i feel like it's hard to just accept who you are oh yeah and like try not to live up to those standards that you know society and like social media mm -hmm. which are all great things but they all have that you know unfortunate negative side of course so i mean whether you live with a mental disorder or if you don't it's it's hard to accept something that you feel that's off about you yeah and try to cope with that on a day-to-day -day when you want to feel quote-unquote normal like mm -hmm. everyone else yeah of course and, and you know what, I, I, I say this with all the confidence in the world, but I feel like everyone, I don't care how, how much happiness you have in your life. I, I feel like everyone suffers from some sort of anxiety or depression in some form. And you don't um, even realize it. And sometimes. you don't even realize it mm -hmm. either. So if this is, if you are a person listening to us right now and you do, you know, have a stressful, like, especially now during quarantine, oh gosh, this yes. pandemic that's been going on. I know this has been taking a huge toll on my mental health. I, and I know that a lot of people who don't normally suffer from mental health, who are, you know, stuck at home, working from home, you know, not consistently seeing the same thing every single day, the same face every single day, instead of going to work and kind of like having a change, a change your day up. Um, I know that in some form they are having a, a meltdown and it's got to be anxiety. It's got to be depression because being stuck in your house, not being able to have that freedom of doing what you usually do. It, oh, it takes a toll. It yeah. takes a toll because from somebody who has bipolar, I feel stuck in my own mind sometimes because all I want to do is pull myself out of it. And when I can, I, I get even sadder. I get pulled back into that rabbit hole even more. And it's it, that in itself is exhausting. For sure. The quarantine. I mean, oh, yeah. I've, I've only we live in Florida and we've only been um, technically with the stay at home order. It was issued about 45 days ago, give or take. Yeah. And I'm a hairstylist and not being able to do the thing I love. I wouldn't say that I'm like, I was fully depressed, but I was in a slump. Yeah. I was like, I didn't want to go out. I was very unmotivated to do things because I just felt like I had no purpose anymore. Mm -hmm. And it it's so easy to just kind of like, I don't want to do anything. I don't feel like it. So I, I can feel it a little bit and understand what people go through who unfortunately suffer going through that, but it's not fun. It's I not. mean, but it was, 
something that we want to talk about today, you know, the quarantine has everybody on like maybe a different level. If you were in a depressed, in a funk, a slump, whatever you want to call it, everybody was kind of like in this rut because you couldn't go anywhere, couldn't see your friends. Like you said, you were thrown out of your like daily routine. For me, just not having my purpose of being with my clients, which sometimes to me is therapy, having them vent to me and making them feel good is good therapy for me. Like those Mm -hmm. really good endorphins, even though I may technically not be going through anything, but talking to them and sharing life experiences and having to uplift them is therapy for me. So I definitely miss my job in doing that. Having that like good feeling, don't get me wrong, being a hairstylist is not always a good feeling. It's stressful days, (laughs) but at least 80% to 90% of the time, I love my job. I love seeing someone leave with a smile or feeling good about themselves. And honestly, that's what the beauty industry is all about for me. And so not being able to do that and being stuck on my couch, binge watching TV seems so great until you're forced to do it. So I miss being out. And that's actually something I want to talk about later today in our podcast is things that I found that helped me get out of my slump. Yeah, like uh, coping mechanisms, self-care routines, you know, things that you change while you're stuck at home doing the same thing over and over again. And I know as a mom, because I have a five-year-old and when he is with me, I'm, I've run out of things to do with this child and I can, and I can tell that he can tell that I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) The creativity juices are like on low. Yeah. Like I, I look at things and I look at paper and I'm like, okay, what do I do next? Like the other day I had, I printed out a bunch of already like print of, uh, uh, pre-made coloring pages. And I turned them into Mother's Day cards because I'm like, that's something for him to do. That's how you get your gift dads if you need ideas. (laughs) You can print out those Mother's Day cards at home. But even my, okay, so my son is not a fan of school and he's only in preschool, VPK. That's not even real school, but this kid hates it. And maybe two weeks into, you know, the whole shutdown happened my son is already like, I want to go to school. And I looked at him and I'm like, is this the same guy? This is like, same is boy? this your life? Yeah. And, I, <laughs> you know, and it's taking a toll on our children too. And children also suffer from some sort of mental illness too. And I know that's, I feel like that's terrible to say, but in our, you know, I feel like in the generation that we live now, it's just, it's not taboo anymore to, to have some sort of mental illness. Cause I felt like back in the day, had this been, 15, 20 years ago, and you told somebody that you suffer from bipolar, they're going to think that you're a nutcase, that you're oh, yeah. crazy. I feel like even like when you watch movies, like back in the day, they sent you to um, like mental health institutions yeah. for like things that, I mean, the new show, if you watch um, Netflix, Hollywood, there's an episode oh, yeah. where the girl, they're, uh, you know, at a party and, you know, they're like, oh, she's having one of her episodes, go help her out. You know, unfortunately, they use sex to cure her. Don't think that's probably the best approach no, oh yes not at all. <laughs> we're not therapists let's put that disclaimer out there but um i don't think personally my opinion that was the best approach but they said that she was having episodes so it was frowned upon and mm-hmm. i think the show is takes place in the 1940s 1950s so mm-hmm. you can see where we've progressed even from there to now i still think that there's people who think like oh she's faking it 
she can, you know, um, like get herself out of it, just snap out of it, be yeah. happy, think happy thoughts. And sometimes things it's not I've that heard easy. Before. <laughs> yeah. It's not that easy. Sometimes it's, it's some, it's a challenge to challenge your brain. Oh yeah, for sure. And especially when somebody's not validating your mental illness, that's, that's the worst feeling that I feel like any person can feel in a sense of you trying, you're like, you're literally crying out for them to help you. And they're just kind of shrugging it off and telling like, whatever, you, like, whatever, you'll be fine. And then that's why it's so hard for people like us to kind of open up because we're so used to, we're used to rejection. Um, and, you know, we don't, we don't take that well. well. I know I don't take that well. And any, any form of rejection. <laughs> yeah. No one likes to feel not yeah. wanted or not accepted. Mm-hmm. Like I said, acceptance is a big thing and it's so easy to go down that negative path for anyone. It, and even in life in general, yeah. it's so easy to throw a negative, uh, like comp- not a compliment, but like a negative word to someone instead of lifting them up. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's way easier to throw someone down. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to show everyone um, in this podcast. You know, there are people who are like you and we're just here to help you or you want to help your significant other or a family member or a friend. Mm-hmm. These are things that we want to talk about that we deal with on a daily basis, whether myself or with your spouse or yourself. And these are just our fun ways to kind of deal with it. We normally would do this podcast with a white claw. We do yeah, like to drink. We do. Um, or, We're you those know, type of millennials. The hard um, <laughs> seltzer craze. Because we've tried them all, you know, thanks to Corona, we bought the Corona self well, hard seltzer pack. You know what it is? <laughs> so I'm reaching 30. Christy's already 30. We're uh, reaching a whole new generation <laughs> in our lives. And drinking just your normal, like, Long Island or mixed drink. It's too many calories. Too many calories, man. <laughs> I'm 30. I still need to look like J-Lo by the time I'm like 50. So I can't be bloating up like I do drinking a regular beer or a mixed drink. The White Claw will still make me feel skinny after six of them. <laughs> it's the health conscious choice, folks. <laughs> and we're just kind of slowly hoping for a sponsorship there. Yes. Also, disclaimer, I do not condone drinking while you're having episodes. If you're having episodes, uh, probably the worst time to start binge drinking because you go down deeper. And it's so, harder with this yes. pandemic to just, my poor liver needs a detox after all of this. Oh God, mine's too. <laughs> That's been so like the fun thing to like drink <laughs> and watch TV and just relax and unwind and not think about yeah. the world and wearing masks. But you know what? So since we're going to start talking about um, just kind of like uh, self-care and right now, well, on my end, my one of my self-cares, which is really weird, is actually eating fruit. Okay. That grounds me so much especially anything very tart like pineapples um or anything like super citrusy if i eat you know a couple bites of pineapple or um even just like eat a lemon and kind of like eat because i'm weird i actually like the taste of lemon um that grounds me and that's for me is is a a good self-care i'm getting i'm eating healthy foods healthy sugars and I'm grounding myself back to a neutral state rather than having myself like overthinking about something or just uh, being stuck in a slump, you know, and stuck in an episode. So that's one of my self-care routines that I, um, that I usually do and that I've been doing a lot more during this quarantine. Um, do you do anything based off food? 
Um, based off of food, oh, I mean, I've been cooking a lot. Oh yeah, she's um, a great cook, guys. <laughs> I have been trying to actually make things from scratch instead of like avoiding processed foods. They yeah. just like literally weigh you down more with all like the chemicals in there. So I've been learning to make things from scratch. Learn that baking is still not my thing, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm just going to continue to try to make like fresh, different recipes. We tried things yeah. outside of our culture. Also, just a little plug, we have another podcast that's called Foodie and the Vegan. So please check that out because we do like to talk about food. That's just me and my husband. Yeah, check it out, guys. They're great. Um, her husband's a vegan. She's obviously not vegan, but you know, <laughs> she's not afraid to experiment. Um, I've always been her guinea pig. We lived with each other at one point, and I was her guinea pig for all her weird recipes. When we we were like living on a budget. So imagine oh, yeah. the recipes that she had to pull out pull Bottom out yeah but yeah check them out there it's a great podcast guys so because i have been cooking all of this food another self-care that i really found quite therapeutic is creating walking dates with my friends or family members and so what i mean by walking dates, we try to just pick a day and time that like i said we live in florida so it's very hot so we either do very early morning or later in the evenings and we meet somewhere kind of nice with lots of nature and nothing too crazy. Um, usually just somewhere with a nice walking path and we'll go walking for a little bit mm -hmm. and just kind of chat, keeping our social distance and just being out in fresh air and being out, you know, getting my vitamin D with the sun. It was the first time I did it with my other best friend. I was just like, oh, this is nice. Mm -hmm. And you're getting good exercise. You know, now you're over, you're not overdoing your limbs. If you have, you know, um, joint problems just like that just going for a walk it's really good for you and I actually look forward to them sometimes I'm like hey when are we gonna go on another walking date um <laughs> and that's just something fun for me to do get me out of the house because I feel like being stuck in the house all the time yeah I know that there's a stay-at-home order but like that like recycled air I don't know if that's the right term just being in like it doesn't feel fresh like I would open the window and that even made a difference yeah. and I know that's something you love to do is yeah just I always keep my air out the house room. yeah but being outside and like just not seeing my TV, I love my dogs, but not just being around them the whole time and stuck in my couch was so much better. And like you get like a better, clearer mindset for mm -hmm. me. I wish I had your motivation for walking because the only motivation <laughs> I get for walking is if I'm at Disney and right now Disney is shut down. So oh, yeah. my motivation for walking is walking from my bedroom to the bathroom, from the bathroom to the kitchen to make coffee and then back <laughs> into the bedroom. So... <laughs> Walk is not for everyone, but it's something for me. It really isn't. I'm not an outdoorsy person. Chrissy, you know this. <laughs> I'm not an outdoorsy person. I am a city girl all the way. When I lived in Chicago, I lived literally as close as I can to Chicago, but as far as I can from the city. So it's not that expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Happy media. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you don't do walking, do you have any other self-care tips that you find very helpful? That is my exercise. Uh, she's a TikTok queen right now. She's getting her routines down. In my head. I haven't even made one. <laughs> but I, know, I do know a couple dances, but I dance. I love music and I used to be a dancer. I was a dancer for many, many years. Um, so I just you know, put on some music and I dance around the room. I have my son join me because he's also like me. He's not a like outdoorsy type of kid. Um, he's a nerd all the way. He loves his video games and staying inside. So I, I bring him along with me. 
I mean, dancing, dancing eight hours is good exercise. You know? It is. You're still it's, moving. It's, a, it's, it's therapeutic. Yeah. That's why they have music therapy when you go to like a mental health uh, facility. They have music therapy. So, you know, that's super therapeutic. That's actually also one of my self-care routines right now. Um, skincare. Have you been doing like a lot, like a lot of facials? I mean, yes and no. My skin, I, I've been saying my skin is on skin rest instead of bed rest. Yeah. Uh, no makeup, uh, just it lotion and like serums and all the good stuff. And I've done a few facials, but I, I haven't been putting on makeup to go out even to the grocery store because I have to put on my mask. I'm like, eh, no one's going to see. <laughs> no one recognizes me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been keeping it very bare minimum. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Okay. So I don't know if I'm the only one, but I... I have been breaking out on more. my, yeah, more. And yeah. I haven't been wearing makeup and I have a very, you know, strategic skincare routine. So I, it's blowing my mind. I have no idea. What's I going swear on. it's the food. We're like not it getting as much is. water intake. You're not like running around. So your pores are not pushing out yeah. the sweat. So I, I feel like everything is just sitting because I'm just sitting on my couch. Yeah. So it's just sitting on my face. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Cause I, I've been free. I have two pimples on my neck that looks like Dracula's like bit my neck even my father's <laughs> like what's going on with your neck <laughs> like don't judge me don't judge me it's, it's fault. and it's, it's only COVID. on one side of my face but skincare routine for me is definitely a self uh like a you know good therapeutic, a good therapeutic mm -hmm. self-care routine that I do um especially if you do like the serums and the moisturizers I do all of that so I find that very therapeutic especially at the end of the day you know, after off. a very long, stressful day of laying in bed and watching that <laughs> It's hard. It's hard work, guys. It's a hard life out COVID. here, guys. I'm yeah. running out of things to watch on Netflix. Oh, I have yeah. to move on to Hulu now. If <laughs> you guys have any recommendations, please let us know. Um, we also really hope you enjoyed our first episode. We'll have lots more episodes to come um, on how we're dealing and trying to keep up with sanity because sanity is important. That's the whole point of this Definitely. podcast. Keeping up with sanity, I feel like it's hard work. Yeah, you can't make irrational decisions. You gotta make rational decisions. <laughs> Absolutely. And you need some kind of like sane mind to do that. Yes. <laughs> uh, feel free to please like and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Five stars is the best. Um, also, we're gonna put up um, on our Instagram, but for now, you can find us on our personal Instagram. You can find me at Chrissy Geraldino Hair, and you can find Jay. I, you guys can find me at Jaylene underscore G. You guys can find us there. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any comments or questions, please leave them below. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks, guys.